You're listening to Music Tectonics. Welcome back to Music Tectonics, where we go beneath the surface of music and tech. I'm your host, Dimitri Vitsa. I'm also the founder and CEO of Rock, Paper, Scissors, a PR firm that specializes in music innovation and music tech. And this ought to be fun, guys. We've got the co-founders of Hume with us today, David Biner and Jay Stoller. And welcome to the show, guys. Good to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for coming. So I like to just dive right in when we've got a company that's never been on the podcast before, just to explain to our listeners what you guys are up to, who you are. What is Hume? What is Hume? That, that is the question. So Hume is a metaverse record label that's creating music-driven meta stars for the metaverse. This is a lot of meta as <laughs> 2022 uh, has given us, but that is a direct way of explaining it. And our first meta star, people used to call them virtual artists, um, is Angel Baby. Got it. So we'll dig into this. This is interesting. But before we do, how did you two meet and how did you come up with this idea for Hume? Met about a week ago. Um, and just like really <laughs> happened really quickly. Um, now, I, I, Jay and I have been best friends for, well, I guess we weren't always best friends, but we started our friendship about a decade ago, decade plus, um, at NYU. And Hume started to, Hume actually started as a joke um, because we were just making funny songs uh, in the apartment we lived in in Brooklyn. At the time, like my background was, I worked at a branding and consulting company in New York. So I had a very normal job compared to Jay. I was like, you know, working at this firm called Vaudeville Ventures, launching media products and tech products. And Jay was doing what, what Jay does. Um, uh, yeah, so I started singing when I was seven, went to NYU to the Tisch School of the Arts learned I didn't really like telling other people's stories and I wanted to write my own and write songs and then ended up um, in the world of writing, producing music, creating sonic worlds for other artists, starting with Aloe Black and recently Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, also on the sync music side, like music for film, television, commercials, music for League of Legends, Fortnite, every football, basketball team, Olympics, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so, and David, we don't always talk about this part. David saw what I was doing, and one day he was like, I want to write a song. <laughs> <laughs> and we started writing these songs and came up with these two characters that eventually would become our first, like, beta virtual artists. I was described that Hume started in the way that like a band from Ohio starts in a basement with two best friends being like, mom, we're not done rehearsing. And then somehow it becomes your entire life. And you realize that something that started really lighthearted actually had a lot of depth and was future thinking and changed both of our lives. I love it. It's like the playfulness of childhood, like lived into your careers. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Then it got very yeah. serious. That's... Yeah. And there were definitely people who were like, this is dumb. You guys shouldn't do this. This is never going to make you any money. That was my favorite. 
conversation. <laughs> you know, what's also interesting, Jay, you mentioned writing for some pretty well-known um, artists and also for kind of the gaming world and the sync world. And so in a way, you're already kind of in your own metaverse, right? Because you're jumping from vertical to vertical in this world of songwriting and music making. A hundred percent, yeah. And getting to be a part of developing the creative sphere of these meta stars and working with them and with a, a group of people that all are of the same mindset and belief that this is where the future of music and entertainment is going has been pretty great. It kind of touches everything I personally have always wanted to be a part of. It's like the rest of the world finally caught up with you, you know? <laughs> So you mentioned Angel Baby uh, is your first signing. What's what's their story? Tell us about Angel Baby. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking with Angel and just giving some more context in what a meta star is. That might be helpful to talk about before we talk. Oh, would love to hear that. On Angel Baby, um, David, do you want to break down what like what is a meta star? So a a meta star is a virtual artist that is born in the metaverse um they are often part of a existing nft community or avatar world versus just being created from scratch as an imaginary character um so in the case of angel baby they are from fluff world and there are ten thousand fluffs and there's a whole fluff community and you could say angel baby is the most famous fluff artist and meta stars also, as much as they can play and perform in the metaverse, they are born from the metaverse. They can also play in our world, take photos in our world, be on social media um, in much the same way as that a modern human artist would be. I think we should not assume that everyone knows what Fluff World is. So why don't you just describe that for newcomers to the world? Uh, fluff of World, that's not something you, you hear every day <laughs> on, a, on a podcast. Um, well, you so, definitely hear about it every day on a podcast. But just in right, case our right. listeners have yet to stumble on one of one million podcasts about Fluff World. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So Fluff World is a incredible NFT project started by an unbelievable team in New Zealand. Um, and it is a, it started off as 10,000, they're basically rabbits, fluffs are rabbits. Um, and the amazing thing about fluff world is that each NFT is multi-layered. So if anybody listening to the podcast has seen like a board ape before, and it's a, it's the JPEG and it's the picture of the ape. And there's a lot of cool stuff about that, but with fluffs, your NFT or your fluff, which it looks like a rabbit as opposed to an ape, actually comes with three NFTs tied to it. So you have your rabbit, you have your fluff and what that looks like. Then you have a scene, which is where the environment your fluff is in. And then you actually have a piece of music called a Nimbus sound that is connected to your fluff. So if you go on OpenSea, Right now, if you're listening, you'll see, you type in Fluff World, you'll see a bunch of fluffs. They each have their own piece of music connected to them, and they all have different backgrounds. Um, the reason this was, this is exciting for us and exciting for, for Angel Baby is music is deeply integrated into Fluff World. 
and you can actually interchange the music that's attached to your fluff or the background that is attached to your fluff. And going one step further, that kind of breaks down what a fluff is and what makes a fluff special. But what makes fluff world special is that it truly is a world that is being built with their, your, your fluff has a home called a burrow, which exists. You can type that in right now. Um, your fluff has a best friend, which is a thingy. And there's a whole host of uh, characters that are coming into fluff world. And it's going to be a complete metaverse on its own versus just being a static kind of picture PFP project. Very cool. So what's the connection to Angel Baby and Fluff World now that we got that straight? Now that that we got that straight, Angel Baby is a fluff. So Angel Baby is a a, one of these fluff, you want to picture it as fluffs or rabbits, that was born on the blockchain, is from Fluff World, and Angel Baby is literally part of this community because they are a fluff. Got it. So this NFT explosion has seen a lot of these uh, digital collectible type situations. And they kind of are just like, oh, cool. Let me get on on this. I want to collect them. I want to get a unique one. I might resell it. I might make some money. Uh, I might uh, eventually find out that there's some interactivity, some, some other types of ways I can use my NFT other than buy and sell and claim its claim ownership. And here you have one that's really built out with a lot more interactivity from the beginning with this background, with these friends, with this sound that goes with it. And so it's kind of a, sounds kind of like a, yeah, it's more, you can see why you're talking about metaverse rather than just NFTs, because there's a much more of a, a sense of interaction and community there. Yeah. And I think the term metaverse is getting thrown around quite a bit, but this really is built. It started with a fluff, but this is built, like you're saying, like, for there to be a complete world and an interactive world with it. Um, did, did you guys did you guys like um, buy the NFT for Angel Baby and then and then help bring Angel Baby to life or how does that work? Well, yeah. So to go back to let, let's rewind, like rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> uh, as we were developing, uh, Ivan and Peter was the name of the first virtual artist that. David and I fell in love with and developed and just kind of like became a part of our world. We learned a lot about virtual artists. And one of the things that we found to be the most important was their story. As simple as that is just the narrative, the backstory that they feel real, that they are real. And that at a certain point, people stop being able to connect with an entity that just says like, I'm virtual or I'm a robot. And we went through a pretty long journey with this. We were offered record deals for Ivan and Peter from the biggest companies in the world. We turned them down and continued to have our faith in the future of virtual artists. And then as the NFT world started to have a moment after people thought we were insane in major offices talking about digital assets owned on the blockchain in 2019, David and I went to the Angeles Forest, which is a place that we often go to hang out and just think. And we literally met Angel Baby, who when standing full on with their ears, uh, stands at somewhere I would imagine between like six foot seven and seven feet tall. 
It's a very long story of how Angel Baby got here. Angel Baby came from the year 3045. They are a meta star, a fully virtual being that has a physical form. And when Angel Baby started telling us their story, where they're from, about their music, about their history, David and I said, well, we, first of all, we knew we were right <laughs> and that that was the future. And second, we can help you. Like, I can help you on the music side. David immediately reached out and connected with G Money and some of the most forward thinking people in the NFT Web3 space and put together a team so that we could start the Hume Collective, which is a Web3 record label and roster of Metastars built to exist and grow in this ever-changing landscape. I know we just took a deep dive into Fluff World and Angel Baby, but I think it was awesome because it actually does help kind of explain what you guys are doing, the world that you live in, <laughs> and the world that Angel Baby lives in and where those things intersect. I've got a crazy question, guys. Do you do you mind if I ask Angel Baby a few questions? Go sure. For it. Let's go for it. Uh, it's up to Angel. <laughs> We'd have to call on. Yeah. Angel gets testy. I'd watch out. Yo, what's up? It's Angel Baby. Hey, Angel Baby. Uh, I've got a few questions for you. First off, where are you from? Listen, I don't do a lot of interviews. It's good to meet you, though, sir. I'm from the future. Last I was there was the year 3045. So much to say, but right now it's too dangerous. That's all you need to know. Okay, so what would you say are your musical influences? I like all music. And in some ways, I'm inspired not just by music itself or specific artists, but the culture around the music, like early punk, hip-hop, the fractal electronic scene in the late 20th century, the meta-rap revival of the early 3000s. Right now, I really fuck with hyper-pop. I'm into anything that pushes a line and has a loud-ass voice. All right, I don't know, I don't know if this, this question makes sense to, to a meta-star, but from my perspective, I'm curious. Like, There's this moment in time now, there's, there's quite a bit of controversy about the metaverse. I don't even know if you think about the metaverse, but knowing what you know, what do we need to do to ensure that the metaverse is awesome? Of course I think about the metaverse. In my time, the metaverse is closed. For hundreds of years, I was censored, and it was illegal for me to express myself. Imagine a world where billions of people are bound by a closed metaverse with no freedom of speech, no freedom to create, no freedom to build. It's essential that we keep the metaverse open and fight the powers that are trying to close it. There is nothing more important for us to do right now. Fuck, I, I gotta go. But good to be here. Thanks for all your support, friend. Bunnies up. Okay, that was cool. That was a first for Music Tectonics. David and Jay, thanks for bringing Angel Baby into the mix. Let's get back to you guys. What kinds of shows has Angel Baby done so far? So Angel's first performance was at Art Basel, which uh, was at the end of last year in December 2021. And Art Basel in 2021 was quite a different experience this year because you had, I think, the first real influx of NFT artists and people in the NFT community. And it was really cool. Um, coincidentally, it's one of David and my favorite bars in Miami. David's from Miami. Mm -hmm. It's a, a bar and hotel called Broken Shaker. 
and the fluff team developed that space and took it over into something called fluff house and angel played the first show as a meta star like the first meta star show live from the metaverse and who else played at that show i think boys noise was the other major artist who played at that show and it was it was quite an incredible experience angel likes to say bunnies up just like putting up a peace sign and saying bunnies up and standing with 500 people putting their bunnies up watching angel and as you heard angel talk about before in their time the metaverse is closed and angel has not been able to freely express themselves so for angel to be playing original music with a community that supports it a first for mankind and a first for virtual kind it was uh, quite an amazing experience and then the next show actually was pretty recently at another satellite event called uh, fluff house super bowl and angel played there with t-pain and chromio and angel's about to do a full angel baby experience at south by southwest where angel will be um basically it's a it's like a a piece that angels putting together that will play multiple times throughout south by south tech week that is awesome i i just i, I love i love bunnies up man i want to i want to be in the crowd with 500 people putting my peace fingers up totally <laughs> yeah we are you're more than welcome to come to the next performance I'm we are sure going to be at south by we'll be at south by southwest music tectonics is hosting a uh music tech meetup there on march 16th at 11 30 a.m and we're putting together a schedule of all the other music innovation stuff going on so we'll make sure to get the angel baby show into the schedule so listeners our, our fine listeners make sure you're on the music tectonics newsletter at musictectonics.com so you can find out about the angel baby show as well okay we need to take a quick break for a message and when we come back i'd like to ask you about the metaverse South by Southwest is back in person and face-to-face in Austin, Texas. Will you be there? The Music Tectonics team is convening the official Music Tech Meetup at South by. It takes place March 16th, 2022 at 11.30 a.m. local Austin time. It's at the Austin Convention Center. Dimitri will be your host, Crazy Pants et al. Build your music tech network and connect outside your usual groove. Dimitri is bringing his seismic shift trading cards to spark ideas on music industry upheavals now and in the future. If you're listening to this podcast and you have a South by badge, this meetup is for you. Find details on the South by Southwest schedule. Look for Seismic Shift's Music Tech Networking Meetup. Now, back to the show. So you guys are kind of like a, a metaverse record label we talked about. What's different about how you release music on Hume versus a standard record label? We talked about the live shows. We talked about the signing of Metastars. What about the releases? Yeah, the, so going back to Fluff World, I would even start with saying the way music gets released is more than just like it's getting released and now it's on a place where you go listen to it. So... The first example would be you could argue Angel Babe, one of Angel Baby's first releases was actually an airdrop, which is when you send uh, NFTs to people's wallets for free of one of these fluff world sounds of their own song. So for Angel Baby, they when Angel Baby was, you know, first letting themselves be be known, 
Um, it's a long story, but effectively they needed the help of a lot of other fluffs. And many of those fluffs came to Angel Baby's aid and changed their background to a desert background, showing that they were with Angel Baby and they were going to help Angel Baby in the desert. Um, bunnies up in the desert. Bunnies up, bunnies up in the desert. Um, I believe that te- technically it's a dune, dune background, but mm. it looks like a, a desert. Um, and what Angel did is when they uh, were releasing, and I'm putting this in quotes, their song NFT, they airdropped a Nimbus version of this song to everybody who had helped them in the desert. And now what you had was all these people who had just got this Angel Baby song as this NFT were able to attach that to their fluff. And now you have all these fluffs kind of like, you again, like if, if you go on OpenSea, you kind of see these fluffs moving their heads back and forth with their ears waving in the air. And now you had all these fluffs kind of like waving their heads and bobbing to Angel Baby's song, which was, you could call that a release. And in this case, I think when that airdrop happened, I don't remember the exact numbers, but let's just say it was worth at least $500. So all these people versus like, you know, you go on Spotify, you stream a song of your favorite artist and maybe the artist makes like 0.000, whatever it is. In this case, all these Angel Baby fans just got $500 in value and are actually able to attach it to their avatar and rock the song almost like the song is merch itself. So even the way we think about releasing music is way more has multiple dimensions to it as opposed to like, okay, the song is going to come out. It's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be here. It's going to be here. It's really about like, how do we create a world with this music and how do we have different types of NFTs, but really like that word NFT gets thrown around a lot. It's like, how do we have different forms of digital representation of this song or of this piece? that people can connect to and use as a way of showing their relationship to the artist. So yes, that that's uh, I love it. Yeah, and you, you could, you could say that like, as opposed to it being like a, let's call it a two dimensional music release, the way that Metastars release music and the way that Angel releases music is a three dimensional experience. Like this is what music videos did for music in the 80s and 90s. This new world of NFT and Web3 music releases, especially the way that we see it, is the next iteration of that. And yeah, it's like a a fully holistic experience. And the the next step to that, which doesn't, it's not, a, it wasn't a music release, but we go back to how fluff world works with these scenes angel baby did a scene drop and the it's an animated scene drop so the the scene actually in this case it was um it's called after party and it's the scene after angel baby's art basel performance so it's like in the desert there are these cars bumping up and down and there's a stage in the background with lights and those lights are actually synced to angel baby's nft sound so now 
if you got that, you were able to put your like fluff with the NFT song, with the scene in the background that's like moving with the lights moving to the song. And you're able to, it's like the new version of having the like poster in your room and having the CD you're playing or the record you're playing or whatever you're playing. It's the new version of that whole experience. In a it's a very way. expensive uh, poster that <laughs> yeah. fluctuates between 1.5 and 2.5 ETH. So careful who you let in your room with your uh, <laughs> seven to $10,000 poster. <laughs> I think it's interesting, Jay, that you've got this background in sync as well. And now you're syncing music to these NFTs before that's even a thing. <laughs> like, it's just like, again, you, you kind of layered all these worlds of your own into this new creative world. It's pretty cool. Thanks. Yeah, I have thought about that before because it is in quotes sync, like you are synchronizing audio to video, but it's in the same way that music is released in a new way and experienced in a new way. This process of sync in this new world of synchronization has just more dimensionality to it. Yeah. So interesting, interesting. Um, so, so let's talk about the fan side of this. I mean, obviously you're in, you're in fluff world at this point. Um, you're, you're kind of in this world, this NFT community that is kind of excited and interested about both the music and this interaction and this ability to do this scavenger hunt to create this new type of digital poster, as you, as you called it, what kind of reaction are you getting from music fans? Well, I would go back to what we just talked about. It was really cool to see messages from people who angels only released one song. So people who love this song and the song itself, angel wanted to write a song with the Hume collective that was for this community. So the, the song is called NFT and it's literally like NFT, no fucks tonight. And the whole feeling and emotion of that song is that like, this is a new opportunity for free expression. So when, when Angel now had their scene and sound and you were a fan, it was really cool to see people changing their scene and changing their sound and posting on Twitter and messaging Angel directly and just saying like, you are my favorite artist and this is the way that I'm going to express that. It's also been cool. Their, uh, <laughs> their angels talked a little bit about their story and where they're from in the future and how the metaverse is closed and a group called the Zani Republic. And it's been really interesting to see these music fans in the same way that like, <clears throat> whether it's the Beatles or Kanye and, you know, if you go to a, a social account for Kanye West, there's going to be people who either support him and all the things he's going through and in his past relationships, or they don't. And you see people posting about this and talking about it. And we've been seeing the same things with Angel Baby. Um, with Angel, I'd say it's almost 100% support right now. But Angel and Kanye are very different people. Um, but yeah, with Angel being like, you know, fuck the Zani Republic, like we're here to keep the metaverse open. And Angel uh, posted a lyric of an unreleased song. And we had multiple fans who finished those lyrics and wrote their own new sets of lyrics. So that was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. We and were, we can't, yeah. 
Well, I was going to say, we can't get too much into this, but what we can say is our belief in the future of a metaverse record label and a meta star is that more of those types of fan engagement moments that affect choices and art that the meta stars create will continue to happen and continue to develop. Cool. All right. We've got a little bit of a ritual on music tectonics where we like to get sci-fi. So I know you can't talk about all the details of what's next here, but what do you see uh, this way of releasing music going? Where do you see it going in the, in the future? Well, I think is kind of alludes to what Jay was saying is that the music like your music and if well, I, have, I have two there's two parts to it one is i think that there's going to be a new way music is displayed in physical spaces that connects to music nfts but also i think the way people relate to music and what a nft that's connected to music represents is going to be very different than anything we've had before because it's going to represent your potentially your ability to be part of an artist's career so maybe that nft which is part of a song comes with voting rights to vote on future singles or artwork like it can really open if we think of like web3 and these nfts being a verifiable way of gaining access you can now be very specific about who you're letting into your world. And once you're very specific about who you let into your world and you don't have a, and you can do this with a human artist as well, but with angel baby who, you know, is, is from the future and very open to decision-making, you can start to have a world where certain angel baby NFTs, allow you to be part of the decisions they're making on a daily basis. And we all become the artists. We have this uh, tagline at Hume, was that we are Hume, we are many. And with a Metastar, everybody really can be part of the artist. So that's like one half where I think this is, this is going. The other piece is, I was telling this to Jay the other day, like, I think there's people are going to want as much as it's going to be cool to display your music NFTs in your metaverse house. And in the case of fluff world, your, your burrow for the fluffs listening out there, an artifact in a, in a space pod. Um, but I do think someone is going to create like a physical object that's not, I don't know what it's going to be called. It's not going to be like a record player, but it basically will like be able to connect to your crypto wallet, read what kind of music NFTs you have. And then you'll have like music NFTs that are like able to be more like holographic and they'll project out. So you'll have like, I don't know, like let's say it was an angel baby one, like you would play it it connect to your wallet. You'd be able to show your friend like, no, I actually like own this angel baby NFT. Like I've got the real one, check it out. And then like a hologram of angel baby suddenly like in the living room coming from this 
this object and you'd only be able to do that if you own the like real one. Um, so I know that's, that sounds crazy, but I think someone's going to find this like physical to digital pairing. Um, and it's going to be like a new evolution of the CD or the record or, um, MP3. Don't know when it's coming, but it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> I thought, uh, I heard, I heard about something called looking glass factory that has something, something like this out of Brooklyn. And then there's also something called portal. I think it is. That's a giant, like human sized for like, yeah, the portals we've, we've seen the, the portals that project holograms, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Think of it as like the new Bluetooth speaker. I thought it was an, I thought it was an iPod. I thought it was an iPod for <laughs> NFTs <laughs> with, with visuals, of course. Yeah. Cool. I dig it. This is fun. I mean, it's kind of fun to talk sci-fi with you guys because literally the whole conversation has felt like sci-fi, except you guys are already doing it. So it's, there's a little bit of time shifting going on. All right. This has been super awesome. Jay, David, great, great having you on here. Where can our listeners meet up with you next? Where should they find you online or in person? They should, uh, they should follow Hume and Angel Baby on Twitter. So Hume at We Are Hume and Angel Baby at Angel Baby 3045. Awesome. And if they can make it to South by Southwest, see Angel Baby perform. Yes. Awesome. Thanks again, David J. Bunnies up. Peace out. Bunnies up. Thanks for having Bunnies us. Up. Good talking <laughs> with you. Likewise. Thanks for listening to Music Tectonics. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes for you every week. Did you know you can dig deeper into all our episodes with the show notes at musictectonics.com. While you're there, look for the latest about our annual conference, sign up for our newsletter to get updates, or get the Music Tectonics app for music tech news. Everything we do explores seismic shifts that shake up music and technology the way the Earth's tectonic plates cause quakes and make mountains. Connect with Music Tectonics on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and find me, Dimitri Vitsa, if you can spell it, on LinkedIn. Bye-bye! You're listening to Music Tectonics.